Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to the FPL Roundtable, the only fantasy Premier League podcast where we guarantee that you might learn something about fantasy, probably. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries. Joining me, as always, is my good friend and partner in crime, Rob Langevin. Rob, uh, we are recording on a Thursday. Sorry, it's so late in the week, but this is when the final Premier League match was finally played. And what a match it was for any of you that owned Harry Kane. Four goals. Goes from two goals behind to two goals ahead in the chase for the golden boot. Um... It would just wow, I guess, is really the main thing. Wait, he had four goals today? Uh-huh. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy pants. Yeah, it's real good. Also, uh, for all you Philippe Lesniak owners, uh, managed to get an assist. Also, he wasn't in the game, as far as I could see, until after the match, because they weren't showing his name under the assists. And then, like, 30 <laughs> minutes after matches, it showed up. It was like, was, you was he wearing snuck a clo- him into invisibility cloak? He's wearing an invisibility cloak. He's like, I'm going to sneak on here and get an extra sneaky, sneaky goal. He's like the butler in Mr. Deeds. <laughs> yeah, but I thought it was really funny that the Premier League was like, no, he's been in there the whole time. Shut up. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I saw you. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, obviously, huge game with huge fantasy implications there. Um, Heungman's son also scoring two goals. He's obviously the cheap midfielder for Tottenham. But Tottenham conceding a very frustrating goal, which means in this double week uh, in which they played two teams... Uh, one barely in the top 10, one outside the top 10 in goals scored, uh, managed to keep zero clean sheets. That must be very frustrating. But as long as you owned one of the attackers, you're probably not too upset about it. Yeah. Um, but Rob, before we get into the meat of the podcast, I did want to talk about strategy a little bit because oh, last season, absolutely. right? It just makes sense. Last season, both of us bench boosted match week 38. Um, and that didn't work out for either of us particularly. So, oh wait, do we triple captain 38? I ended up triple captain in trip uh, last week last year thirty eight on Kevin De Bruyne and, right, and I think I, did, I think I did Kane against Newcastle and the play and the play would have should have been Giroud. Olivier Giroud yeah right um, and neither of us did that and both of us should have um, this this week uh, obviously we both bench boosted but uh, I did a little math work here so. Um, with my bench boost, ended up on 143 points. I think it'll be 145 by the time Kane's bonuses come in. But if I had triple captained with either Kane or Alexis, I would have had 165 plus. Um, mm-hmm. And coming into this week, I was definitely not on the side of the people that uh, say to triple captain instead of bench boost, and that bench boost may be an overrated chip. But I'm going to be honest with you, I'm, I'm starting to lean that way. How are you feeling about it? Um, You know... It, it all depends on what people I, – I think at the end of the year, it all depends on who you're chasing and what you're playing for. Um, if you're playing for overall rank and, and things like that, you know, you, you basically have to play what's in front of you. If you're chasing someone in your mini league, you kind of have to go with the fish to keep, you know, to keep up with the Joneses. Um, listen, uh, Harry Kane, four goals today, makes everyone look foolish. For not being like, oh, I should have triple captained or you know captain Kane during the triple, the, the you know the double game week, you know. But Alexis wasn't a bad play either. You know, Kevin De Bruyne wasn't an awful play. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that happened this week that basically was supposed to happen. You know, everybody who kind of had big you know big money implications on their salary cap, you know, except for Eden Hazard and Diego Costa. So basically, Chelsea guys basically are are crapping the fantasy bed. Um, but <clears throat> the defenders. Well, yeah, as long as you've got the ones that started, which, by the way, we said would be Aspilicueta on the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's and then Alonso was going to sit, and then they'll, they'll flip flop this week. And I think I think Aspilicueta sits, and I think Alonso. I don't starts. think Aspilicueta sits. He'll be, he will have played all thirty-eight matches. If he doesn't plays. doesn't matter. They have guys in the back that need to play. Nah, John John Terry, Kurt Zuma. He uh, they can both still play. Ake on the bench. No, Ake's Ake is starting. I can tell you that right now. I don't know. 
Guess yeah. we'll see. Yeah. I know. I, I mean, it, I trust me, I'd rather have Vospul Quetta out there and get him full 38. You know, I believe he'll be in the top five in minutes played for uh, the Premier League. I don't think he's been subbed off. So, I mean, he's got to be in the top five. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, who knows what's going to happen? You know, Chelsea has nothing to play for. And we're probably going to see a lot of things, you know, but the game's going to center around one player and he's on a, he's a defender and his name's not Caesar and his name's not Marcus. So <laughs> fair enough. Um, so yeah, uh, without obviously knowing what next season is going to look like, although the incredible Ben Krellen already has made up a spreadsheet of what he thinks next season will look like with the doubles being 34 and 37, um, which will be very similar to last season. Um, do you, do you think you'll you'll wait on your bench boost this long, or do you think you may use it if you just happen to have a pretty strong team at some point instead of waiting for this double? Well, uh, uh, first of all, uh, how many points did you get off your bench this week with your bench boost? Off my bench was poo. Uh, actually, it wasn't poo. It's it was twenty twenty five. Okay, I only got ten. With yeah, I got twenty five and one point from Holgate, who didn't even play the second half of the match he played. Yeah, victory needs to be poop poop the sheets for me. Yeah. It was a bad. It was a, it was a gamble, but you know whatever. It doesn't. It, he didn't cost me anything, and but he, he cost me more points. But it wasn't whatever. worse than Gabbiadini, was it? Oh, he had one point. So I think Gabbiadini had, had zero. zero. Yeah, <laughs> he broke even. So there you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, I I actually saw Ben Ben Krellen's, uh Twitter and his and his and his document that he, he produced. But I was actually reading something that there actually could be a, a an early double game week for a few for one for a couple teams in week uh, two. It's it's not for United. Um, yeah. because the uh, European Cup thing between mm-hmm. the Europa League winner and the Champions yeah. League winner, yeah. Yeah. If, if United are in that, it'll actually be the week before okay. uh, the there season starts. So Okay. Well, we don't even know when the season starts. It's all speculation. Yeah, they could, they, could, throw, they could throw a wrench. They could throw a wrench. It's not, it's not officially announced until June 14th. Okay, that's fair. But it, as of now, it looks like it'll be August 13th that it'll launch, which also makes sense uh, because, never mind, I can't share that information. Fine. Uh, I'll tell you off air. <laughs> But anyway, uh, man, we are going to quickly move away from that moment. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so um, I think I'm going to triple caption in the big double game week next year instead of big oh, yeah. boost. Yeah, I, I agree. I think having your money on one player is is a good is a good idea. I think it, I'd rather have the cumulative of one than the mass of you know a dozen. Yeah, I, I guess as as you said though, there is a little bit of variance because it depends on there being a good double. Yeah, absolutely. Which sometimes there aren't, but man, this is like two years in a row that the week I bench boosted, I would have been better off had I captained or triple captained somebody. And I did captain Alexis and could have captained Kane. Mm -hmm. Um, So even if I just put the triple captain on Alexis, that would have worked out. What I should have done is looked at last week because last week I did triple captain Alexis and uh, it should have been about the same amount of points, right? Because he scored two goals in both. Yeah. Oh, no, it was a goal and an assist. Oh, goal and assist. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. So it uh, would have been interesting to see if I had compared that, but I didn't. <laughs> well, well I, made, I made the big mistake of taking out Alexis for De Bruyne, and I left in Hazard, and it was a big pie in the face. I would have been at 200. So. Oh, dang, would you? Mm. Man. What, what did you end up on this week? Well, it'll be 159, it'll be 159 when... Uh, it's more than me. What would have yeah. had that many again if I had triple captain instead of bench boosted. But that's us done talking about that for, for this season anyway. Um... <laughs> Uh, so anyway, we we can do a little bit of which way which way do you want to do? Do you want to do start sets or do you want to do? Oh, I don't I don't care. Well, we we kind of left a little uh, looking hanging Chad last week when. Uh, so if you still have your all out attack at your discretion, remember yeah. we had this discussion last week. Um, you know, defense this week has kind of been the bread and butter of of a lot of fantasy high high scoring outputs. If you hit on the right defenders, you you know you monopolize your your scoring title or your scoring total. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you have an all out attack. In, in your favor, and I know you've mentioned in the past that you may want the extra defender instead of the extra attacker. Are you still feeling that way, depend based on who you have on your roster right now, or based on the games that you know the fixtures at hand? Is it better to bring in a defender and waste the AOA, or to just go all out attack and you know basically I'm I'm dancing with the date that brought me? Yeah, I'm uh, less bullish on that than I was last week, um, uh, just because I have. Um, Holding and Holgate and Maguire. Maguire might be injured and is playing Tottenham. Holgate against Arsenal. I think Arsenal score. Holding against Everton, and I think Everton score. Um, mm. So then the question becomes, where where do I make my changes? Right, because I I 
For reasons of price, stuck with Gabagoo, which led to me having Vertongan instead of Azpilicueta, which obviously hurt a whole lot. That was my yeah, mistake of the week. Yeah, it um, what are you going to do? You know, you know, it, you know, and who if expects- he scores that penalty, it's probably about level. You know, I mean, he, he had he had zero goals in you know sixty something games, you know, Premier League games as Pulquet, and then he had two in what <laughs> two weeks? Yeah, and an assist as well. In, in a in a month, it's crazy. Oh, the so, the Premier League winning assist, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't he the one yeah. that crossed into Bashuai? That he most certainly did. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so yeah, I'm less bullish on that now. I'm I'm gonna make two swaps, um, for sure. One's gonna be getting Gabbiadini out, and it'll I'll either take out. Gabbiadini and Matic, in which Clay, in which case I would use my all-out attack because I will bring in extra forward players, or I'll take out Gabbiadini and one of Holding, Holgate, and Maguire. But the 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 unfortunate thing about that is there are the, I pretty much have the cheapest starting defense possible with Maguire at four four, Holgate I think four one, Holding and Stevens at four even, if memory mm-hmm. serves. At least that's when I bought them. Um, so yeah, it, I I uh, a little bit regret how hard I said that last week, just because of how my team broke it down. But if you have like a United defender, a Liverpool defender, and a Tottenham defender, I'd 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 play all three of those over yeah, whoever I, your fifth midfielder is, or most teams, whoever your third forward is. I'd um, even say if you owned a City defender as well, I think City is is, is going to. I can't with them anymore. I bought in hard this week, and they just. They're playing Watford. Come on. Yeah, but but earlier this week, you know, they were playing West Brom and Leicester. Yeah, you know, they played Middlesbrough and conceded too. Like it's. I think I think Liverpool is the biggest biggest tout this week. Chelsea as well. So yeah, I think it's sneaky. I like Chelsea a little bit less because I don't know what's going to be happening at the back there. Um, But I I can see why you're saying that against Sunderland, who are already going down. Although it is it is a, a. one last Defoe audition, although the West Ham stuff seems to make a little too much sense. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, cool. So let's do a little bit of either or. I didn't actually mock up a whole lot, but I mentioned that I need to get rid of Gabbiadini. Yeah, absolutely. I wish there was a way you could ship out guys midweek and be like, yeah, I don't like him. He's not, not to be too much of a corporate show, but you can do that in the goal game, which you can find yeah, at absolutely. goal.com under the gaming tab. A great, great game. Kevin, Kevin's always there. He's writing up good stuff. <laughs> go, go check it, check it out. Check, check, check it out. Uh, yeah. After that blatant corporization. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So among the forwards that I'm looking at, I'm, I'm kind of in that sixes price range, mm. right? So you have Gabby, it's Lorente. It's Lorente. Right. Can well, stop I know, but you just hate my boy Voxy, man. Four mm-hmm. goals in five matches. Second uh, most can, in the league over that period, behind now Harry Kane with his what, like nine. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't mind you going either direction, but I think Lorente is the better play this week. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's subtle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have you have any others, or you want me to jump in a couple? I have. Oh uh, yeah, you can you can jump into a couple. Uh, actually, let's um let's do a couple defensive midfielders. Sure. Capu yeah. scored again. Mm-hmm. Matic has had two assists in two consecutive games, but hasn't done much yet. Uh, Wanyama had an assist today. He's he's been doing a bunch of stuff lately. I don't have his player page up in front of me. I feel like he has like a goal and two assists in his last five. Uh, if if you have to have any of those like four dot whatever midfielders, is there one that particularly catches your fancy at the moment? Like four dot less than five million is what you're saying? Yeah. Or yeah, I mean, I was gonna say Albrighton into that into that category, but he's he's at five he's now. He's at five so. even, yeah. Yeah. Um, you, know, you, you got your boy Stanislaus. You got my boy Fraser. Allen hasn't done anything for a while. Kapu, Matic, Fair. I, I got I got one for you. Yeah. And it does, it's not necessarily a defensive midfielder, but how about Junior Stanislaus at Bournemouth? Yeah. That game's gonna that yeah. game's gonna be that game's gonna be on tilt, and I think I feel like there's gonna be a lot of goals and a lot of excitement in that game. And from what he's he's got two goals in his last two games since being reinserted back into the fantasy you know you know universe basically, mm. and you know. You know he's the anti. He's not really the anti Josh King play because you kind of have to play Josh King now. I mean he's yeah. he's basically a staple. He's this year's Riyad Mahrez. Mm. Let's let's be honest. Um, it's just a yeah. shame that he didn't become striker till January. And again, kind of apologies to Callum Wilson, whose injury yeah. is what opened this up for him. But oh, absolutely, absolutely. No, it, it it brings the question into next year, but we're not talking about next year yet. But um, yeah, hey, I mean we shouldn't talk about this on air. But do you want to do a 2017-18 prediction thing next week? 
Yeah, we can absolutely like, like do one that. of those like way too early mock drafts that happen yeah, the day after absolutely. the draft. We could do we could do a uh, we'll predict the team and uh, predict prices and stuff like that. Yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. So tune in next week when we get all crazy and <laughs> when we get local crazy. Yeah, I'm trying to look at the the under five Dotto yeah. midfield. One of is a goal and an assist, by the way. Yeah, Stanislas Modic is, is not a bad call because I think he's been he's been contributing from the front from the that mid tape mid range stuff. He's got a goal and an assist in his last four, which is pretty decent return for him. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not really much. Yeah, maybe would, it. Would you I keep mean, Costa this week? I'm just no, thinking if you're trying to free not. up money. Okay. No, absolutely not. Do you think Mishi gets the start again, or do you think yeah, he does play and just doesn't do anything? I, I think Mishi starts again. I, there's no reason to play Diego Costa again this yeah. year. And I think because I don't think we see Hazard as well. Oh snap! Are Spain at the um what's what's a Confederations Cup? Uh, did they win anything? I don't know. Didn't Portugal win everything? Portugal did win the Euros. Mm. All right, I'll I'll continue looking this up while we uh, move on. Yeah, I, yeah I, th- I, those were the ones I was curious about as far as uh, either or. So you got for me? Uh it, I'll go with the the, the first you know the first game listed on the on the official game this week. Arsenal Everton. And we'll start up top. Uh, Olivier Giroud has been the is last year he was the last three games of the week, darling. This year he's basically doing the same thing. You know, Lukaku is the antithesis of that. He's basically been kind of consistent all year, scoring goals, and he's up there for the Golden Boot. Unfortunately, Harry Kane had four today, so he's been lapped a little bit. Mm-hmm. But who are you going with this week, Olivier Giroud or Romelu Lukaku? <sighs> I hate it's this, t- but doesn't it have to be Giroud though? It, it has to be. You know why? You know why it has to be. Because Arsenal's defense in the last six games—that's why we talked about. We talked about this and yesterday. Also, because Giroud does this every year. Yep, we talked about this yesterday in our DFS show. Three goals in their last six games for for uh, Arsenal defense let in. That's that's good enough for me. To, I think that they. I think that they blank Everton. I don't think. I don't think Lukaku does much of anything. I think he gets taken out of the game. You know, all, you know, from a fantasy standpoint. So if you're in, a, if you're a Lukaku owner, I'd probably look in a different direction to allocate your funds. And, and Giroud is is a is probably the the lateralist move possible. Yeah, and Everton, by the way, are like so heavily. They're in seventh, I think, but yeah. like profoundly. Yeah, they're buried there. They're they're not going anywhere. There's only I think there's only six teams that can actually move. This yeah, week. one one of my favorite stats of the week was that um if you took away every Romelu Lukaku goal for Everton this year, they'd still be seventh. That's 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 pretty funny, right? That's, that's actually pretty funny. That's insane that that this this year's been kind of wa- kind of kind of wacky with things. You know, Chelsea well, I mean, this big this lead. was the year that the top six like isolated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the top stayed six. the top six. Yep. Yeah, it's like uh, somebody on our, our Premier League show at the weekend um, was saying it's the top six, the bottom thirteen, and just yeah. Everton, just like weirdly floating in the middle. Like well, Swansea, who yeah. just reached safety last week, are less mm-hmm. than ten points away from eighth. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, remember when what? West Brom was in sixth? Yeah. <laughs> well, that was just remember Matt Phillips. He got hurt, and yeah. everything went remember- south. Remember that old gag when West Brom actually was doing stuff when Matt Phillips was running running the nation from from his from his midfield spot. He he should have been the Mars of this year. If you combine, listen, if you swapped um, <laughs> directly from Phillips to King like January one, you yeah. had a Mars return. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. There's there's some, there's a tons of bizarre stuff, and I'm going to do some wacky research stuff for next week. I have one for this week when we do price changes because because it's one of my guys that I like to I like to cry about, and Kevin likes to to, to shun him to the to the dumpster. <laughs> yeah. Um. By the way, looking at the Confederations Cup groups, really, you just hate it if you're an Arsenal fan because both Chile and Germany, so both Alexis and also have more matches over the summer. Although it might not be an issue if both of them leave, but that yeah, is a it's very, it's very true. It's very true. <laughs> So you want to do more? I got some more either yeah, or. Yeah, you want to go? So uh, since uh, Christian Eriksen didn't, he didn't, he didn't play today at all, right? He didn't get subbed in, did he? He did not. Okay, so here, that's a good one for you, Christian Eriksen or Philippe Coutinho. Coutinho, but we'll talk about it more later. Oh really? Because you want to just you want to glorify and enamor him in, in your start nope. senses. Ooh, are you going <laughs> to bury him? Somewhere? Yeah. Yep. Ooh, really? Ooh. I'm excited. I'm, I went from six to midnight real quick. <laughs> yep. All right, I got one more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cesc Fabregas yes. or Gilfie Sigurdsson? Oh, damn it. <laughs> I committed too early. Um, in formats. Both have, both have interesting. Both have interesting pictures. Chelsea takes on Sunderland. Swansea is home to West Brom. Yeah. If, if, if 
you could guarantee me they both start. I take Sask. Yeah. Um, man, Chelsea are doing some weird stuff with that team, though. Mm-hmm. I'll go Siggy in what I assume will be his last match for, for Swansea. But, again, if I knew both were starting, I'd go Fabregas. Yeah. I probably, I'd, like I said, the, the problem with the official game is that the, the lineups lock too early before you start seeing lineups. That's my biggest conundrum and biggest question with this game, that you, you don't actually aren't allowed to monopolize your own team to, you know, into the facet of the rules. That's the only problem I have with it is that the lineups lock before you get to see a lineup, yeah, but, which is crazy. But whatever, you know, it's their game. They can do whatever they want. It is so, how it is for now. Yeah, absolutely. They'll change it up. They're going to change it up. There's cha- things changing. Exciting changes. Um, all right. Uh, well, then uh, let's get into a little bit of start sets action for the last time this season. We can do price changes. Let's do price changes. That's that's do what I meant. Changes. I actually didn't yeah. mean price changes. I just yeah, said we'll the do- wrong thing because I'm dumb. Yeah, they they've kind of been slow to come in. I know the games have been you know dragged out since last Friday to today, which is Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday. You're probably listening to this now, so it's actually Friday. So welcome to the. Here and now, uh, so the price changes uh, on on the ups. Uh, Peter Check has gone up. I think it's a double game week carryover. I think people are trusting him to, or just in, they've invested in him before they saw who they he actually who Arsenal actually played this week, and you know it's like ah oh, Peter Check did good these double game weeks. So I think I'm just going to go with him uh, on defense. Rob Holding, Marcus Alonso, Ryan Bertrand have gone up. Ryan uh, Rob Holding is a defensive. You know, cheap defender, but I think it's the same thing as you know the Peter Check syndrome that I, I just mentioned. Uh, Marcus Alonso is is a good one because I think people saw that he didn't play last week, and he'll probably definitely play this week. So I think they're in you know jumping on that the defender, the best defender in the Premier official game scoring wise. You know, like how I prefaced that, Kevin. I I fixed that post. I put fantasy <laughs> scoring wise defender. Nice. But, uh, yeah, so Marcus Alonso is, is, is a good bet this week. Uh, Ryan Bertrand is the best Saints defender for your buck. Uh, you know, he plays a wing back. Everybody else is not healthy. Uh, sure, Jack Stevens and, and Yoshida are good, but you want a guy who's going to be more on the offensive end. Uh, through the midfield, Pedro, Mark Brighton, Philippe Coutinho, Kevin De Bruyne have all gone up. Uh, Pedro, it's probably the speculation that Hazard may not feature. Brighton is cheap. Uh, Philippe Coutinho may be one of the better options this week with Liverpool taking on a Middlesbrough team who can't stop anything. And Kevin De Bruyne, two goals, three assists in his last three, and they're at Watford. Uh, the City may just come out and blow their doors off just to see it, just to you know make a last win with an exclamation point so they, they can cruise into Champions League. Uh, and then on the forwards, uh, Gabriel Jesus and Fernando Llorente. Llorente, three goals and four. He's a cheap AOA guy I think people are probably monopolizing on because he's in form. Swansea are home to West Brom. It's a decent enough fixture. I think that there's a, some some value there on the bone at 6.2 or 6.3 now. And the interesting thing, I'm, I'm leaving Gabriel Jesus for last because we mentioned the other day on one of our other shows that he kind of played in a wide the wide side role with Aguero playing mm-hmm. the tip. Um, you think next year, going into next year, Gabriel Jesus – um, either A, stays in that role, B, plays a more direct complementary role of Sergio Aguero, or completely replaces Aguero in his in that tip of the spear. Man, that, that's uh, really hard to say. Because um, obviously you have Sané in there, you have Sterling in there as well. I don't know. Uh, what I can tell you is he'll be too overpriced next year. Because yeah, based he- on his performances, he deserves to have a really high price. But I don't think he will live up to it because of he's, this issue. Because he's you, easily going to start at nine. Let's put it that way. He's easily starting at nine. Oh, I mean that's what he did this year before yeah. we knew he was good at all. Um, so yeah, the, the the problem is a his price will be really high because he's been good. B his price will be really high because he'll be the obvious replacement option to the people that draw up the FPL prices. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of like DFS, where backups are only like. <laughs> 500 less than their starting counterparts mm-hmm. just in case they miss out so they don't uh, get job too easily there mm-hmm. but, and, and basically you have three attacking slots for Asane, Sterling Jesus and Aguero I, I don't know how that's going to fall I, I wish I had a better answer for you but well, I, I just I mean, don't it's know good to, it's good to have the depth especially with them looking like they're going to you know, go into the Champions League that's what you need in the Champions yeah. League you need depth and quality depth Especially when you get out of the uh, the group stages into the knockout yeah, round, that's basically what you Tottenham. need. You know, that's that's one thing I worry about Tottenham. I was gonna say I was gonna say this to you uh, later in the podcast if, yeah. if you thought if you thought Spurs were built as they are right now with 
speculation of who they're bringing in, which really is kind of teetering on not much and not fantastic. Yeah. But um, do you think do you think Spurs is built to be a Champions League team now? Um. I mean, I, I I personally think they're two two players away. I think they need de- I need I think they yeah. need depth behind Harry Kane because Jansen is not not the guy, and I think they need yeah. a, a second. I need they, they need a secondary. Uh, you know, a, a better attacking defender when Rose and Walker can't play every game. Yep, and uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I think there's two more that we could address, which are winger if Lamella yeah. isn't coming back or fit, and we sell Sissoko. But Ooh. we'd have to do both of those to need a winger um, and another center back because if we're go- if we're intent on playing back three, we need another option there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. Patrick Schick is a player that is very likely to come in as a forward, but he's even further behind in his development than Jansen is. Yeah. So but, it's, it's, yeah. you know, it's like penny throwing pennies. <laughs> but, but what I will say, the great news that we discovered this year is that son can actually deputize that role. Yeah, absolutely. So. He can, if, if, if need be, he is, he but is, that means uh, we need another winger because in those yeah. matches, Sissoko yeah. was playing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that exactly. Is not okay. Exactly. But if that's Lamella, I mean, that's an interesting thought. If Lamella had come on in every match that ended up being Sissoko, Mm-hmm. Could we have won the title, or could we made it out of the Champions League groups? I mean, yeah. I mean, definitely would have been closer. <laughs> How about yeah. that? Yeah, I think Lamella <laughs> brings a different, different facet to the game that that they were lacking yeah. in, in most cases. He brings a skill level that I think that they were lacking in some cases. But you know, you know, hindsight. You know, if you can't stay healthy, you can't stay healthy. That's the yep. you know, worst thing possible. All right, on to the price downs. Uh, Tom Heaton went down. Um, every Middlesbrough defender has gone down. Um, Martin Mark, Martin Olsen has gone down for Swansea. Uh, Kyle Walker's gone down, uh, probably because worried about rotation and may not play. Blah blah blah. Uh, Firmino has gone down. Oh, still in nine point eight percent of leagues. Uh, when's the last time you remember Roberto Firmino doing anything? I don't exactly. See, that's the funny thing. Um, Lukaku has gone down. He's up against Arsenal. Three goals in their last six games. I don't like him this week. Uh, I'll probably keep talking about him when we get into start sits. Who knows? You may have to stand by. Uh, Jermaine Defoe has gone down one goal since. I'll give you a good. I'll give you a good guess, Kev. Here, I'll give you a multiple choice. Oh, Jermaine no. Defoe has scored one goal since Martin Luther King Day, Valentine's Day, or President's Day. Mm, man, I'll go Valentine's Day. Exactly, he's got Oy. one goal. He's got one goal since Valentine's Day. That is just stupid. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Troy Deeney has gone down. I usually highlight the main, the bigger guys, yeah, yeah. and I left the best one for last because I did a little diving and researching. Um, if anybody tunes into our DFS show, uh, I, I, I'm kind of enamored with with one James Milner. Um, if he was a defender this year, kind of like you know the whole Eric Dyer oh, yeah, yeah. Know, defender midfielder thing. Uh, he's currently sitting at 160 or 136, 39 points, I believe. I'm sorry, I completely bonked this up because I was supposed to be on that <laughs> screen, like, and I wasn't before I started this. But I'll get there eventually. Okay. Hey. Here we go. So, James Miller has 136 points this year. Uh, Liverpool as a team have 13 clean sheets. That is 39 additional points that he would have garnered as a defender. You know where he would have ranked as a defender this year, Kev? First? Third, behind Alonzo and Cahill. Yeah. That is crazy. And he would have finished in the, you know, he basically if you add his clean sheets into, you know, and he was a defender and he's not, and he was a midfielder, if he did it the opposite way, he would have been in the, he would have been the top six for midfielders if, you know, he went the opposite way if he was a defender and it was a midfielder, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So... Interesting. Just thought, it, just thought it was an interesting, interesting thing that you know next year he's probably going to be listed as a defender because I think that's probably where he's going to be. Li- you know, he featured most of the games there. Who knows? You know, which will be great because there is literally no way that Liverpool start next season with him as their starting left back. No, I, I don't believe anyway. I think that that's one of Liverpool's main priorities going into next year, wherever they are in the Europas or you know in the in the Champions League, maybe you know uh, that that. Klopp is going to address that that wide side defender with probably someone German. I can almost guarantee he's probably going to be a German guy. <laughs> Has to be right. The, yeah. the one they just missed out on is Ricardo Rodriguez, who yeah. was starting to look like would stay at Wolfsburg forever, but uh, it looks mm-hmm. like he's heading to Milan. Yeah, I, that, that, he's a great player. I think he'll fit right in with Milan's system there too. But there's, yeah, a, there's man, an excess. They're starting to of, look really good. But. Yep, they have a lot of young players on the come, and 
you know, they, they're bring, they're they're rumored to bring in some, you know, not elite elite names, but people in the know of you know soccer. But yeah, bringing in names that are Tessie, very very useful guys, very yeah. useful guys, very strong through Europa, you know, league games, strong through champion, you know, the Champions League, you know, slates. Guys that you you know, if you play the DFS for Champions League stuff, you, those are the guys that are mid priced and give you the amount of value, and you only play them. You know when when the Champions League slate is available, and you're like, oh, I like this guy. That's that's the guy they they're looking at. They're looking at a lot of guys that are going to help them next year, and because Milan is tired of losing to to, <laughs> it's basically what it's going to be. <laughs> yep, which is crazy because Serie A is clearly getting better, but better. Juve are still best. <laughs> which is yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, but it's like crazy. Napoli have been doing pretty well, although they've fallen off in the second half. Um, I like what Lazio are doing, especially. Sergey can. Dogbia, that guy. No. Kalisnich. I'm not even going to try. I'm going to be real, but I, I like I like what Lazio have. I like Felipe Anderson, even though he's been kind of meh. Kaita's yeah. been amazing. We don't need to get into Serie A stuff. I'm just saying, no. watch more of it. If you yeah. get bored watching La Liga, which you have to, because three teams always win. That's not true. It's actually expanded well, but just every time anybody gets fouled, everybody swarms the. Referee, I just I do not enjoy watching La Liga nearly as much as I enjoy watching Serie A. Yeah, yeah, cool. So that that concludes price ups and price downs. What do you think we should take uh, pay some bills with some uh, some commercials? Yep, sounds good. Cool. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. We hope you enjoyed your commercial Real Madrid. No, there's nothing there. Commercial. That was a bad exit. It wasn't yeah, there. Uh, whatever. You, it was a good effort. You, know, you try. And you try and you try and you try again. <laughs> yep. It's 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 about it's about quantity, not quality. Kevin. That's that's what I always do. I I take the Pedro Alvarez approach, which, by the way, allegedly <laughs> he's on his way to Atlanta right now. You are a Pedro Alvarez stalker. It's true. Yep. That is accurate. I, I, I wonder if I can go back and listen to every podcast. I guarantee you, you've named him, <laughs> and we did a couple preseason ones, and I believe we did, we did Euro, we did the Euros leading right into our podcast. Yep. I guarantee we probably did this calendar year from last last year to now. We probably did what 50, 50 podcasts, probably somewhere 50. in there with the Euros. You? Fifty. You probably mentioned him ninety percent of the time. Hey, that's a little low, man. Come on now, give me give me a little credit. <laughs> that was forty. Uh, that was four. I'm no, I know. I'm saying it's probably more than that. <laughs> crazy. That's crazy. He's and the I best. love baseball, and I'm a baseball nut, dude. And that's just crazy pants. He's literally the best third baseman with a last name that starts with A and ends with Olvarez, the Pirates have ever had. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, Watch that not actually be true, but. Yeah. People are Googling it right now on Facebook. <laughs> That's all the typing. Um, all right. So, uh, into start sets. Uh, for me, this is somebody that uh, we, we were aiming to record last night, didn't end up being able to, um, and then realized there was a whole other match left. So, we're like, oh, well, we should probably wait for that anyway. But I had this player in my cells or sits, if you will. And then now all of a sudden, he's in my starts. Can, can you think of a player that could have gone from somebody I was off on to somebody I might be on on Are you after about today? Forwards? Are you oh, about yeah, forwards? a little bit, a little bit. Uh, um, um, if I knew his middle name, I'm just gonna make it's it maybe uh, Harold Archibald Kane. Oh wait, know. oh wait, I I should actually know this. It's pretty done too. If his I name's remember. Ichabod. His name's Ichabod. I bet. Uh, do, do. Harry Edward Kane. Of course it is. Yeah, which is pretty dang British. Um. 
<laughs> anyway, he has literally doubled the shots on target, almost doubled the amount of goals over the last five. That happens when you score four mm-hmm. goals in one match. You, you, you move up the charts a whole lot. He's the obvious one. I was going to be off on him because I told you on the DFS show yesterday, only five away goals all season. Mm-hmm. And his last one had been against Watford in match week 19, heading into match week 38. And then almost doubled it <laughs> in one day. His ownership um, is going to spike on DFS. Uh, that is correct. Um, yeah, it's going to be real, real crazy. Um, but anyway, we already mentioned Gabriel Jesus. Uh, three goals, two assists over five, and you like Lorente. I still like Volks, but I might go Lorente this week uh, just to get away from the gruesome Gabby Goops. Yeah, get <laughs> away I'm now going to call him Gabby Goops until he a- proves himself again. Run away from the Gabagoo monster. He's like a, <laughs> he's like that creature on Fraggle Rock, the one that lives in the, the dumpster, like the hairy monster. Oh, just for sure. And he's, he's definitely going to eat up all your fantasy points. And, and, he's, a, and, he's, a, and he's Italian. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not insulting anybody who is Italian who's listening to this. I'm just saying he's Italian. So just run. Away. <laughs> all right. Just we're going to move on from that. Um, in midfield, um, I have Mesut Ozil. He has the Ooh. most accurate crosses, the second most chances created over the last five matches, and has two goals in that period as well to go along with an assist. Arsenal clearly going to be pushing forward. You already said that you like Giroud. Alexis obviously needs to show up because now he's what three behind in the golden boot chase i just think arsenal are going to pour on the style in this one uh, and also has started to look a lot better if he does stay at arsenal he's going to be one of those post hype kind of guys um where he was obviously huge two years ago struggled last year i think he could really have a, a great season next year the the stats and i've mentioned this basically since like february mm-hmm. the stats were saying he was performing better than his fantasy points were saying um the obvious issue was that the eye test wasn't confirming it um he looked lazy. He, he looked like he was lazy on the pitch. It sure did. Uh, but it'll be interesting next year. If, if he ends up getting a sub-9 price next year, like if he starts at like 8-5 or something like that, I could end up being very interested. Oh, uh, never mind. I'll show you that next week. Um, <laughs> that's my midfield. Uh, Son, obviously, if you want him, he's the, he's the cheapest of the Tottenham guys. And obviously, uh, and I mentioned this back when Rose was about to come back, that that was the contingency. Is the second mm-hmm. Rose came back, some would drop out. And then what happened? Rose didn't come back. So uh, you, you can play some with confidence for now. Uh, the defenses I like. Chelsea, Tottenham, Liverpool, who you already mentioned, and Manchester United. Uh, who do you have that you both like and dislike this week? Uh, my li- my likes are I love Fernando Llorente, 6.2, ownership 7.4, three goals in four games for the Swans, playing against West Brom, who can't defend very well right now. Um, give me Fernando. Uh, through the midfield, I mentioned it before. I didn't even mean to mention him. I had to look up the price tags for for midfielders under 5.0, and I had one listed in my starts. It's Junior Stanislaus at 4.6, owned in 1% of leagues, two goals in his last two. And if anybody, And if anybody watched Leicester today, they just got shellacked 6-1 to by Spurs. Um, they're punting. They're in punt formation <laughs> and have nobody back to return it. Their defense is just not healthy. Um, you know, when you when you get your own, only goal from Ben Chilwell, mm. Yeah, anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. On defense, um, I'm try- I was trying to think of a good you know, pun or a play on words because I think that it deserves it in the, this week's title. Uh, my, my start is going to be obvious. Kevin knows who it's going to be. Um, it's, it's John Terry. Uh, it's his last game mm-hmm. at the bridge. Um, you know, he's going to play, period. He's going to play until Conte thinks he doesn't want to pl- play anymore, and then he's going to dramatically hand the, the armband to – to Gary Cahill and walk off into the sunset and just hope that his fake mom doesn't do any more porno videos. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but Chelsea playing Sunderland this week. Uh, I, the only thing that worries me about the Chelsea defense is we saw what their second unit did against Watford, you know, letting in four goals. Uh, I don't think that happens here. I think Chelsea want to end the season with a stamp. John Terry's last game. I think they want to stamp that as well. Uh, get, I'm not saying get him in your lineup, but for sentimental reasons, if you're a Chelsea fan, I guarantee he's probably going to be transferred in a lot just for the, the sake that if you're a United fan, I'm sure maybe Wayne Rooney may be transferred in a lot this week because it is rumored that maybe he it may be his last game as well. So people like sentimentality and they have nothing really to play for this week. You're not chasing anything. You're, you're either in first place because you've been listening to us all year or you're in last place because you probably listened to us the whole year. Um, you know, sentimentality is a good thing because, after all, we are fans of the beautiful game, and that's what we talk about. We just talk about the fantasy part of it. Me and Kevin are both fans of soccer. We watch tons of soccer. We discuss soccer. Me and Kevin probably text about 40 to 50 times a freaking day talking about <laughs> soccer. 
So, I mean, it's crazy. And we're not even friends. Imagine if we were friends, it'd probably be like, we like, we'd probably have like FaceTime <laughs> sessions with us in like shin pads and our cleats and our boots. Oh, full kit like, wankers. For yeah, full, sure. full kit. And I'd have my Peter Check helmet on and I'd be going crazy. Um, but yeah, so. <laughs> and I'd have my, my Peter Crouch teeth in. It, it'd there be you go. There you go. So my starts, John Terry, Junior Stanislaus, lost Fernando Lorente. I'll jump right into my you sits. Did, you didn't, uh, I purposefully left Giroud off my list because I knew you were going to talk about him. And then you uh, didn't. But, uh, I know, but I talked about him before. I talked about him twice. Yeah, all right. So, on to my sits. It's gonna be. It's gonna look familiar because I think that they're. You know, we saw a little bit of a rotation last week with Chelsea, and I think we're gonna see it again. Uh, up front, I'm not playing Diego Costa. Uh, there's no reason for him to play, and I'm not risking that kind of that kind of coin on anything close to what Diego Costa is gonna not do in this game because I don't think he plays. Uh, Eden Hazard for the midfield. I don't trust it. I don't think he's gonna play. Price tag is not conducive for me to bring him in. I'd rather own Sanchez. I'd rather own Kevin De Bruyne. I'd even rather, you know, own somebody a little bit cheaper and maybe go to Philippe Coutinho, which is probably my move this week. So if we get into that later, we'll talk about it. Mm. And on defense, I mentioned it before. I don't think Espo will cut the plays. But now that Kevin mentioned that he's played every game, I can see that he may play. Um, you know, hopefully he, get, he, he comes on and plays. Even if he plays like 30 minutes, I think that, count, that counts. So maybe we'll just do that. But, you know, he's the most informed defender over the last five games, averaging 7.2 points per game. Uh, so, I mean, he's hard to bench if you own him because they, the, the, the matchup is so alluring. But I'm just, I'm just avoiding all Chelsea. I think we're on, I'm on a winning the league hangover is what's going on. I'm just avoiding my own team. Mm. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, for me, for my sits, uh, the forward I'm sitting, Sergio Aguero, did get an assist in the double game week but only got the one start. <laughs> And uh, there are probably at least five other forwards I'd rather have. And they're obviously all cheaper than him. Going back to the Jesus thing, if Aguero next year is like 11 and Jesus is like 10 or 10.5, who would you rather have? I'd want to see who else City brings in there. Uh, if they if they add names to, to mess up the, you know... The players that are already there, you know, they add to the Sanes, they add to the Silvas, they add to the you know De Bruynes, they add to players that are basically in similar situations. It, it may be you know like convoluted. And to begin the year, I, I don't know if I could commit to either guy, but, but it's tough to say without prices and prices of guys who maybe you know I may like similarly. Yeah, I'd probably lean Jesus, you know, Jesus because I think he's Pep's guy. He was brought in to be Pep's guy, and I think that he'd probably be more of a ride or die forward for for him more than Aguero. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, also, when I said Harold Kane, it reminded me of the fact that there is a superhero named Harold Kane, um, which I had never thought of before. But unfortunately, his power is superhuman speed. If only mm-hmm. Kane was pacier, that would have been really cool. Originally, Hurricane was shown to possess speed enough to outrun a jackrabbit and a cougar at will. What a weird race. Um, as a result of his speed, he was also undoubtedly the fastest draw on the Old West. Though his aim did not really match his speed. <laughs> wow. What, what shade? <laughs> Holy crap. This, this website throwing lots of shade on Harold Kane, the superhero. He's way faster than he can aim well. All Wait, right. Are you, are, is, the, is the website throwing shade in it, or are you, by changing your accent 12 times, by reading his, his description oh, on Wikipedia? Well, because he's country, I decided I was going to do an accent. I'm sorry, sugar. Did that offend you? No problem, y'all. <laughs> All right, harm diddly ding dong. Uh, right, so. And the, and there goes the there goes the southeast viewership ratings. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, for my midfield, this is this is the debate that we were excited about doing in the off. I Yay. am not liking Philippe Coutinho this week. Really? I, listen, every once in a while, I go off on these weird gut calls, and this is you one sure of them. Not, you sure it's not gas? <laughs> oh, it might be. It might be indigestion. Who knows? Yeah, I've been having some pizza lately, so it could just be like a little pizza. bit of heartburn or something. Um, no, but uh, yeah, this is largely a good call. The stats obviously say Coutinho is going to be good, um, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I don't know. I just have a feeling Borough are going to make things interesting. I said to you on our DFS show, I just have this really annoying feeling that Arsenal are going to get Champions League, and to do that, it'll require Liverpool to not show up. And if Liverpool don't win this match. It'll be because of Coutinho. Because Coutinho has just been winning several matches on his own of late. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, like I, I'm having flashbacks to um, <laughs> probably nobody but Tottenham and Liverpool fans even remember this match. But I think it was two or three years ago now, last day of the season. It looked like Tottenham were going to miss out on Europa League, which we were delighted about. And on the last day, Liverpool lost to Stoke in what was Gerrard's last ever game. 
Yeah, yep. it's like four one or some nonsense. Like I don't know. It it just feels like something dumb like that could happen again. And Maybe. so if Liverpool don't show up, which I'm saying they won't, it means Coutinho didn't show up. And so that's it. I don't have any stats to back that up. Just a uh, gut call. I think everybody's going to make that move, and I just don't think it's going to pan out the way people want it to. Uh, the defenses that I don't like this week are Manchester City, just because I don't believe in them anymore after this double game week. They burned me real super hard, and I don't think Arsenal or Everton end up keeping clean sheets. I think they both keep it low, but I don't think either of them keep it clean. Okay. Noted. Yeah, so what are you doing this week? <laughs> Obviously, you mentioned Coutinho earlier. Yeah, for my team, I'm I'm probably bringing in Coutinho for Hazard. Uh, Hazard left me bitter that I didn't bring in Alexis, and then I'm going Anichibi to probably Giroud. Yep, not uh, in the forward show. ranks. And then I'm do playing my A away. I'll have Company and Alonso in the back with Courtois and goal because I think Courtois does play this week. I, I know we saw Begovic last week, but um, I believe that now that now the race is for the gold now the race is for the golden gloves i believe unless i'm wrong i'm going to check it real quick <laughs> yeah Tottenham get, not getting it today i think hurts but I, I yeah courtois has 16 larissa has 15 so Wait, the race larissa's behind yeah i'm reading it off oh, the stat page oh i think vorm might have kept a vorm, clean sheet or two vorm had vorm has one or two i believe yeah vorm has two there it is as a team tottenham are winning are leading right right but larissa individually is not Man, I would not have guessed that. Man, boy, am I, is my face red? Yeah, but uh, so I'm I'm going AOA, Courtois and goal, Alonzo and company, probably in the back. Uh, riding the bench will be the Southampton duo of Stevens and Yoshida, and then Rob Holding. Uh, so, so then I'll have all my offensive players. I'll, I'll have Del Ali, Coutinho, King, De Bruyne, Albrighton, with Jesus, uh, Giroud, and Kane up front. Um, Captain-wise... I may go just silly stupid and just put it on like it'd probably be I may just put it on Josh King. I, I've been saying that I feel like this game is going to be stupid crazy and what we just saw from, from Leicester today that they just gave up six goals. Bournemouth are our scoring team. I, you know, they're, they're going to put some they're going to put some in the net. So, you know, Josh King may be a stupid call. Maybe a maybe a good reward system for him, you know, providing such good value at a cheap rate. Yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting one. Um, I have not made a move yet. Uh, like I said, I, I have a lot of different ways I could go. Um, but if I decided to upgrade significantly instead of just doing gabbly goops um, over to Lorente, I could go Giroud for Costa, and then that mm. leave, that leaves me a fair chunk of change. Yeah, absolutely. Um, man, there aren't really any strikers in the eights that I love, though. Oh man. How about Rooney? Rooney in a spare wall game or something silly like that. No, I'm saying Giroud is the other one I'd bring in. If I do Giroud uh, for Costa, then I'd be able to upgrade from Gabbiadini to somebody in the eights. But, uh, oh man, I'm one cent away from uh, Jesus. Man, that would have been nice. <laughs> uh, I Actually, you know what? If I sold the right player, I bet I could make that up. But anyway, um, I haven't made my change yet. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know if I'm going to AOA. But what I do know is I'm leaving that captain thing on Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I mentioned last week, I was going to leave it on the guy that brought me to the dance. I did, obviously paid off. Could have been better with Kane, but um, Alexis has just done me so well. I think there's about a 7% chance he's in the Premier League last, next year. And as I mentioned on our DFS show with Yaya Toure, I do have a sentimental part to me. And uh, I didn't get to have Alexis last year because of my no-Arsenal rule because of one of the leagues I was in. I, I, I think this is my last chance. My, my yeah. last chance as... <laughs> Chances? There you go. Alexis Chances. Wow. That's a good one. I like it. <laughs> that might be the title unless I find something better when I go back through this. But um, any final thoughts? This is this is uh, the last preview the, episode. Obviously, next week we'll do some recap and some 2017 preview stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a good year. I want to thank everybody for for sticking with us that come in and listen to us you know our numbers have grown this year from last year so we'll be for the best for next year you know Kev, me and kevin are, are being diversified we do do a dfs show we are held we are heard over multiple formats you know on itunes and yep, you know we're gonna do some draft stuff for taga over the summer yeah we are doing we are going to be doing some draft style stuff for taga as kevin just mentioned so stick in pay attention to that we'll be all over twitter you know pumping our own stuff because that's what twitter is for is for making yourself feel better about yourself <laughs> yeah um, and that that taga stuff if i'm I'm not mistaken, starts uh, uh, next June, year, but the middle, following. 
the second week in June, I believe it starts. Yeah. No, no, the game. I'm saying our shows. Yeah, our the previews. Second, I yeah. think aren't this weekend, but the following. I thought they were the second week in June. But no, 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 I, no. That's I, when I the game launches. Our four shows are going to be done by then. Uh oh. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to be busy. So I'm going to go in my bat cave and do some stuff. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, tell the folks where they can get at you, man. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Smokey underscore Loogie. That's L O O G Y. It's a baseball thing. I do bullpens and saves and steals for Razball.com. Go Explain check it out. Explain to people what it is because we've gotten that question a lot. What? Saves Loogie. and steals? No. Loogie? Loogie stands for lefty only one out guy. It's a bullpen guy that comes in. He's a lefty. He's He monopolizes and is, you know, he's basically uh, Javier Lopez from the San Francisco Giants. A couple, you know, from the... They've they've had a shutdown left-hander. It's basically what it is. Mm. He comes in, he has one job and one job only. He comes in and gets David Ortiz out. That's basically would be his <laughs> job. It's basically the lefty on lefty neutralization. So I come in, I give my two cents, and I get the hell out of there and go to the pub. There you go. Um, I'm your other host, Kevin DeVries at Kevroff on Twitter. Uh, both of us have that DFS show that we've referenced multiple times, as we said. We're going to start Taga shows. I think it's in two weeks from now. Um, <laughs> but we'll confirm that on our Twitters. Um, Obviously, you can reach us uh, at EPL Roundtable on Twitter, even though this is the FPL Roundtable. I also write for Goal.com, so be sure to check all that stuff out. That's under the Gaming tab. I'll have a preview and probably a Team of the Week up uh, sometime tomorrow, then a uh, Team of the Week for Match Week 38, and then I'll do a way too early, much like our show, way too early preview of next year. Although, on that one, I think I'm going to be uh, highlighting best options from the promoted teams. Yeah, Um, that's good. That'd probably be a good idea. Yeah. And we'll talk about that maybe next week or the week after. That, that, we need some show filler. We may, we'll do that next week. Yeah, we're, we're going to have a, a lot of stuff be- with, with the talking stuff. That's going to take us to June. And then um, that thing that I'm going to tell Rob about off air, which we're going to do right now. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, best of luck to your teams this week, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.